Thanks for that reading. Well done. And let's have a quick pray as we begin. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of eternal life. Help us to understand what it is and to understand that to receive it is to know you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as we've already heard, we're thinking about eternal life today. It's the theme of our new series. And today we're thinking especially about the gift of eternal life. Now, who likes gifts? I'm sure we all do. Now, some gifts are exactly what we want. Who's ever had an amazing gift? What was it? A teddy. Sylvanian families. Oh, a laptop. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, gifts are great. Maybe, maybe you were once given a new bike. Maybe if you were really lucky, you were given a new car. Gifts are great, aren't they? Maybe it was an experience. Maybe it was a wonderful day out with some friends. Gifts are a good thing, aren't they? We don't give people gifts if we want to hurt them. And we give people gifts as an expression of our feelings towards them. And often the bigger the gift, we might say, the bigger the feeling, the greater the feeling, such that the greatest gift we might give is for those we love the most. So I might give a friend from work some chocolates at Christmas, but I might not give them a diamond ring. A gift like that would be reserved for my (laughs) mother-in-law's daughter. (laughs) Well, today we're thinking about God's gift, his great gift. And because God loves each one of us more than we can imagine, his gift for each of us is greater than anything we can imagine. And it's not like other gifts we might have received before. This gift is unique. Now, it's great that we're here this morning, and in one sense, God's already given each one of us an incredible gift. The gift of life. The fact that we're here today, enjoying the service, I hope, is a sign that we've received that gift, that our hearts beat, our lungs breathe. But there is a greater gift yet still, and it's the gift of eternal life. A unique gift that only God can give. And this is the first of our two brief points, that God alone gives or gifts us eternal life. So hopefully that will come up on the screen. And we see that in verse 2 of our reading. For you granted him, that is Jesus, authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to those you have given him. Now, maybe after the service you'll go outside and enjoy a nice coffee in the sun. But as you look around, you'll see the gravestones. And each one of those marks a life. A life of a person just like you and I who lived but then died. And that's the sad truth of life in this world, that we will all die too. God gives us this wonderful gift of life, but because we, as we've been hearing in our series about the rags, because we are sinful in this world, it's not as it should be, we will all all one day die. But in the face of that, in the face of that situation, God offers us, us this great gift of eternal life. But it's a gift that only he can give us. Only God can give eternal life. 
Now look, imagine you're on the high street and there's a toy in the toy shop that you really, really want. Maybe you can think about what that is right now. Maybe it's the entertainer on Amersham High Street. Other brands are available. But it's a toy you really want and you can't afford it. You can't make it yourself, but you'd love to have it. And you really wish the toy shop owner would give it to you as a gift. Now, if you were to go down to the high street and go and ask the butcher if he might give it to you, he hasn't got the authority to. If you were to go in the baker's shop and ask if they could give you that toy, they haven't got the authority to do so either. You could go to the clothes shop or the computer shop, to any shop on the high street. But none of them could give you that gift because they haven't got the authority to. Only the owner of the toy shop can give you that gift. And it's like that with the gift of eternal life. Only God can give it to us. Only he has the authority and power to give us that gift. We might think we can find it elsewhere, but deep down, I think we all know that only God can give us that gift. Now, we're going to think in a minute about eternal life, not just being about length of life, but also about something else. But it is in one sense about length of life, because eternity is a very long time. But in this world that we live in, we see people to try and lengthen their lives, don't we? Maybe we think we'll follow a healthy diet. Who eats all their vegetables at lunch? Who's going to eat all their vegetables at lunch today? Maybe we think a healthy diet will lengthen our life. Maybe we think we'll become a vegan. That will help us lengthen our life. We can stay very fit. Have lots of regular checkups with doctors or health professionals. Maybe we might even think about some form of medical surgery. In fact, I read the other day about some people who've resorted to cryogenics. Have you heard what cryogenics is? It's this strange thing of freezing oneself, thinking that in the future when there's a technology that's so advanced, you can kind of be dethawed and then live forever. But you know, all these things, they can't give us eternal life. Only God can give us eternal life. We can't lengthen our lives much. They'll all end one day. And you see, the wonderful thing is that there is someone who can give us a solution to that problem. Because God can give us eternal life. But it's God alone who can do that. Like that toy shop owner. Only he can give us eternal life. It's not a gift we can afford. It's not for sale. We can't somehow create it ourselves. It's a gift we have to receive. And a gift that God alone can give us. Because God alone has the authority to do so. But secondly and lastly, knowing God is eternal life. And we see that in verse 3 of our reading. Now, this is eternal life, it reads, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, who you have sent. Now, you might be sitting here thinking, well, what's that all about then, if eternal life is knowing God? 
Maybe you're also sitting here thinking, do I actually even want eternal life? Maybe you don't think you'd want to live forever. Certainly not if it's a world like this. And those are understandable thoughts, aren't they? Well, our passage teaches us that eternal life is not just about a length of life that goes on forever, but about knowing someone. Eternal life is not a gift that's just about a quantity of life, but about a quality of life. As verse 3 says, it's about knowing God. Now imagine this scenario, that one day you decide to start a new life somewhere else, and so off you go, packing up your sleeping bag and your tent, and off you walk to the place you plan to go to. But when you get there, it's muddy, dark, cold, and wet. And then to make things worse, there's someone there that you really don't get along with. Now there's three things that would make that difficult. You're now there for a long period of time in a place you don't like. And there's a person you don't get on with. And so you might be thinking, I don't want to be in this place with this person forever. But imagine completely the opposite is the case. Off you go with your backpack and tent and sleeping bag to start a new life. And when you get to that place, the weather's amazing. It's wonderfully warm, the daylight's long, the tent always stays up, the sun always shines, there's beautiful grass to camp on, and your best friend is coming with you. Wouldn't that be a great holiday? Three things there would make it great, wouldn't they? You know now you're going to be forever in this great place, and you're going to be with this person that you really like. Now, it's not possible to quite understand exactly what eternal life is like, but we get a picture from the Bible that it's about those two things, about a length of time in a perfect place, and in that place, knowing a perfect person, God. It's about eternally knowing, as verse 3 says, the only true God and Jesus Christ. But here's the twist. You might be saying, but if it says eternal life is knowing God, I already do know God. I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. I believe in the promises of the gospel. But eternal life isn't something I have now, is it? Well, what does our passage say? Jesus says clearly that eternal life is about knowing him. Yes, in one sense, it's about the length of life, but it's also about the knowing, the joy of knowing God. And as Christians, we can often think that eternal life is only something we'll have in the future and not something we are already experiencing. But Jesus is clear. He says that eternal life is about knowing him. He says something similar earlier in John. In chapter 5, verse 24, he says, Whoever hears my words and believes him who sent me has eternal life. They will not be judged, but have crossed over from death to life. You see, eternal life is something we experience now by knowing God. And we have eternal life now 
because those who believe in Jesus have crossed over from death to life. And so death in this imperfect body, in this imperfect world, will only mean the beginning of a new perfect life with God in his new perfect world. Knowing God is eternal life. So as we close, the obvious question then is, how do I know God? What does it look like to know God? Well, we get a bit of a picture of that right at the start of the Bible in the first part of Genesis, where we see that Adam knew God in the Garden of Eden. There we see a beautiful picture of a, relation, of a relationship between God and man, unspoilt by sin. But when sin came into the world, a barrier between us and God came. But wonderfully, Jesus takes that barrier away. He unlocks the door. In fact, he is the door. Jesus has opened the way for us to know God. And knowing God is eternal life. So what we need to do, therefore, is to make sure that we all do know God. And how do we know God? Well, it's the same way we might know anyone. By spending time with them. So as we spend a little bit of time each day with God through reading his words to us in scripture, by praying to him, that's how we know God and his good news of Jesus. That's how we receive eternal life. So to receive God's gift of eternal life, which is a gift that only God can give, we need to spend time with God. We need to build a relationship with him. Now, maybe you've been thinking about knowing God, but you haven't actually yet started. Well, if that's you, why not start today? Life in all its fullness, the Bible says, is about knowing God. And he longs for you to know him. And if you're a Christian here today, and you know God already, then you have eternal life right now. And I hope that listening to those words from Jesus today from John's gospel about eternal life have excited you, that they've excited you to know God more, to seek to know him better and filled you with hope and joy as you look forward to that day when you'll one day know God fully and forever in his new creation. God alone gives eternal life because knowing God is eternal life. Amen.